What you know you can't explain. But you feel it. You felt it your entire life. That there's something wrong. You don't know what it is, but it's there. Like a splinter in your mind driving you mad. Experience the awakening. Brilliant anonymous researchers. Join us in the Patriot Army. Trust the plan, pain coming. Boom, boom, boom. Let's go. RedStateTalkRadio.com Brighteon.tv Rumble.com Slash MG Show won't be for everyone. That choice to know will be yours. Where we go one, we go all. Yeah. Fight, 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 and fight we will. We fight every day right here on the MG Show. The MG Show on X, Shady Groove. We're on rumble.com slash MG Show. We're on brighteon.tv. We are on Red State Talk Radio. And we are on your favorite podcast platform anytime after the show. But we're also streaming live on X right now. We have worked out the kinks, and I got to thank our amazing producer. Uh, Before we go any further, though, let me bring in my partner in justice, Shady Groove. Shady. Live on X for the MG show. What an what a day it is that they've uh, seemingly been throwing obstacles at us for to to uh, make this work out, and I think that we finally have it figured out. So we're going to be moving forward with the show on X as well as Rumble, as well as Red State Radio and Brighteon TV. Thank you all very very much for being here. We got another platform, and you we know do. it's an it's an amazing day today, Shady. You know what day it is? What's the date today? It is October. Fourth, October the fourth. Yes, sir. You you know yep. what that means, right? I do. Let me just play this real quick. Today is his birthday. Happy birthday, Yeti. Boom! <laughs> Happy birthday, Yeti. Yes, sir. Happy birthday, Yeti. Ha-ha. Come on in and say hi to everybody. <laughs> if you see him, you're the, one of the lucky ones because he is behind the scenes of the MG show, and he's here every day. 
And I can't tell you how much I am honored to know this man, JD. I'm going to back that up. It has been over two years now that he has been working with us here, producing the MG show. And uh, what a what a foundation that we have found uh, in Yeti to be able to be here every day and to be encouraging and fun and thoughtful and uh, and reverent and so amazing to uh, addition to this show. I'm not sure exactly how we would do it without him. We want to extend the most gracious birthday sentiments we possibly could to you, sir. We love you very, very much, and you are a uh, a, a big part of the reason that this show looks good because making Jeff and Shady look good ain't easy. <laughs> it is. I mean, it's got it's a struggle. Uh, the struggle is real. Um, right. Yeti, right. happy birthday, and we love you very much. And I don't know where he is. He's hiding again because if you do see a Yeti, you're one of the lucky ones. Uh, he is uh, ever elusive, and uh, we call him Yeti, and it's JD, and we love you so much, brother. Thank you very much for everything you do. And by the way, guess what? Yeti also uses Field of Greens. Uh, Fieldofgreens.com yes. is Yeti hair nice and moist and, and shimmering. Uh, he's an amazing guy. Uh, you want to go to MG Show, use, excuse me, use that code MG Show on Field of Greens. Fieldofgreens.com using code MG Show will help you get to where you need to get. You need to get to the gym door? Well, this will help you. It's uh, six cups of fruits and vegetables uh, every day that, you know, vegetable shady. Wow. Not a fan. Not a fan either. It's hard to cook all those things. So we're going to get you with your setup right now. Get you set up right now with Field of Greens. Fieldofgreens.com. Using that code MGSHOW will get you 15% off and 10% if you subscribe. Uh, as you know, uh, they are actually sponsoring us, but the MG Show code will let them know that you got it from us. Fieldofgreens.com slash MGSHOW, or excuse me, use code MGSHOW is where you want to go. Uh, if your doctor doesn't say, and apparently we had somebody's doctor actually tell them that they're looking great, you know, keep up what you're doing. So there's a, another fan of Field of Greens. Go to fieldofgreens.com and use code MGSHOW. And if your doctor doesn't say that, you'll get your money back. Yeti, roll that beautiful boom footage. The Brighteon store understands the importance of getting all the nutrients you need to support the healthy functions of your body. Our nutrient-dense superfoods and supplements can help nourish your body and promote your optimal health and well-being. 100% customer satisfaction guarantee on all purchases. You deserve the best. BrighteonStore.com support this amazing platform and amazing patriots for humanity. Use promo code MGSHOW at checkout for additional savings. Government-induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, and political instability. They all have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. They can also cause gold and silver to go up. There's a time to be in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and there's a time to get out. This is the time to hold gold and silver. Kirk Elliott, double PhD, has been protecting individual Americans' assets for more than two decades. Hi, I'm Kirk Elliott. There's no such thing as a bad investment. There's only bad timing for investments. And now is the time to own gold and silver. Now is the time to own physical metals in an IRA, a 401k, and of course, outside of a retirement plan. Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets. Please call 720-605-3900. 720-605-3900 for gold, silver, and undeniable economic protection against out-of-control government. Support the guys and mention MG Show when you call. 
Over the last 20 years, with all your support, we've been able to not only launch the original MyPillow, but also the MyPillow mattress topper, Giza Dream bed sheets, My Slippers, and the MyPillow bath towels. But there's so much more. In fact, we have over 200 products, and I'm so confident that you'll love each and every one of them that when you go to MyPillow.com now, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20 just for checking out the website. No purchase necessary. Get everything from my pillow blankets, sleepwear, kitchen towels, mattresses, duvets, pet beds, body pillows, comforters, couch pillows, bathrobes, and so much more. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get deep discounts on all my pillow products. And remember, just for checking out mypillow.com, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20. No purchase necessary. This is a limited time promotion, so go to mypillow.com now. And welcome, welcome back to the MG Show right here on X, Brighteon.tv, Rumble.com slash MG Show, and your favorite podcast platform. Don't forget Red State Talk Radio. If you're out and about, want to hear us live, and you just don't you know, want to look at the videos, just say, tune in to Red State Talk Radio, and you will hear us during our normal scheduled time. Shady Grove, welcome back, brother. Yep. And uh, we want to make sure that everybody sees this. Uh, the judge uh, actually made Donald J. Trump delete this tweet or excuse me, truth. Schumer's girlfriend, Allison R. Greenfield, is a is running this case against me. How disgraceful this case should be dismissed immediately. Uh, why is Judge Judge Angoran's principal law clerk, Allison R. Greenfield, palling around with Chuck Schumer? Uh, that is now, uh, you know, <laughs> off true social but we have it right here because anon's archive everything make sure this goes viral guys i mean isn't that what we're supposed to do make sure stuff like this goes viral so here i'm going to drop that in rumble right there there you guys go make it go viral um because it's an amazing time to be alive guys yeah man i mean you know really it, <laughs> it, it is it is kind of interesting times so i think we're getting ready to get into some more stuff that's <laughs> kind of over the top here yeah. So, okay. So if we want to get into that, uh, we'll get into, uh, you know, what happened yesterday? We, uh, had somebody oust the speaker of the house, uh, uh, here, uh, Matt Gates ousted the speaker of the house. It was a standing rule, uh, for one person can make an, a, you know, uh, in a, uh, an appeal or, or a motion to vacate the speaker. And we had, uh, every single Democrat on board and eight Republicans oust the speaker of the house. Um, and I want to re remind everybody right here, this tweet right here, why is it that Republicans are always fighting amongst themselves? Why aren't they fighting the radical left Democrats who are destroying our country? So I took that as kind of like a nod to stand down, but you know, obviously Trump was in court. So the, uh, the, uh, actually the, the op went forward with, uh, uh Matt Gates. Uh, a lot of people are cheering it. Um, but I, I don't know if it's a good thing or not. Um, we, I do have um, President Donald J. Trump made a statement about it, uh, but his focus is running for president. And, you know, let's just, let me just play that right now. And listen, like he'll do anything to help the Republican Party and the party, but let's actually listen to what he said today uh, outside of court. Check it out. Here we go. 
lot of people have been calling me about speaker. All I can say is we'll do whatever is best for the country and for the Republican Party. Would you say that's the right people? Would you say that's we have some great, great people. Would you take a job? A lot of people have asked me about it. I'm focused. You know, we're leading. I don't know you. I'm sure you don't read too much in the papers. But we're leading. A lot of people have asked me that, but we're leading. We're winning the presidency for 2024. <laughs> the president. You know, my focus is totally on that. If I can help them during the process, I would do it. But we have some great people in the Republican Party that could do a great job as speaker. Well, what about How you? Did you know the the speaker yesterday? Uh, I think she's a wonderful woman. <laughs> I'll do whatever it is to... My focus is becoming president and quite honestly to make America great again. So this is, in my opinion, another PSYOP, Shady Groove. Um, what, what are your thoughts? Well, um, I, I, well, I, I made a comment yesterday about this that uh, didn't really go over so well because uh, I was um, paying attention to what was going on, and you know, I expressed my opinion, and my opinion was that what Matt Gates did was reprehensible, and I'd like to explain a little bit about what I meant by that. I did not mean in any regards that I am in support of Kevin McCarthy or in support of Ukraine or any of the other different uh, things that Kevin McCarthy is doing wrong. I do not think that he has been a good speaker. I do not think that he has done the right thing for America. I, I don't. But yeah. the situation is this. We have put ourselves in a very uh, tumultuous time right now by doing this. It may work out fine. Nothing could be, uh, you know, nothing could happen. Everything could go good. We uh, find another speaker and actually get 216 or 218 people, however many it is, to vote for that person. That is a big hurdle, and I just want to extend to all of our fans or our uh, you know people out there, subscribers, whatever, that this is a big hurdle. I'm not saying that we can't get through it, but what I am saying is that this looks like something that was done in a singularity uh, atmosphere, and what I mean by that is we're all frustrated with Kevin McCarthy, and Matt Gates has been expressing frustration with Kevin McCarthy, and we forced Mr. McCarthy to uh, capitulate to a one-vote vacate-the-chair scenario way back in January, meaning one person could stand up and call for a vote to vacate the chair. Well, before that, it wasn't like that. That we, You had to have at least, uh, I think it was like four or five members with you together before you could move to a motion to vacate the chair. So within this scenario, what happened yesterday to me looks like a knee-jerk reaction, okay? And I, like I said, if it works out, it works out. I'm no no fan of Kevin McCarthy, but what I would prefer to have seen would been Matt Gates initiate his displeasure with McCarthy a week or so ago and to go out to the members of Congress, the other Republican members of Congress, express his concerns and get them to, we had, I think, seven other people agreed with him. So he would have needed to talk to those seven people and get those seven people to go out to uh, other members of the Republican caucus and bring in a coalition so that whenever a vote comes to the floor, it's not just Matt Gates and um, I think uh, 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 Andy Biggs was another person, maybe one other person that spoke yesterday in support of Mr. Gates, pretty much against the whole house. 
And so the optic of this to me that I didn't like is the idea that Matt Gates used the Democrat caucus, all of the Democrats votes, almost every Democrat that was there voted to oust the speaker. And then I saw everybody thinking that this was a great thing. And in all reality, they would have voted, the Democrats would have voted to throw out any speaker at any time. Their votes were there to throw the speaker out. Didn't matter who the speaker was, they were going to be there to throw him out. So we really just used less than 5% of the will of the House to oust the speaker. This is generating chaos, and chaos is sometimes good. I really, I'm, you know, I'm a fan of chaos whenever it's necessary. I understand that it needs to happen sometimes to uh, get things moving, to get things, people motivated and stuff like that. But I would have really appreciated a plan moving forward. I would have really appreciated them to have thought, okay, well, since it's not going to be McCarthy, then we have this person that's very willing to come up and speak about, to be the speaker, or some sort of, of, of generated uh, thought process that could have been brought to us as a whole to say, this is the reason that we're doing this. And it really felt like a knee-jerk reaction to a Twitter war between Matt Gates and Kevin McCarthy, which I felt like was unbecoming of the situation and also devalues the process and, and, and our country a little bit. And so that's a little, that's a, a slight expl explanation of the reason that I thought the way I did yesterday, Jeff. Yeah. And, you know, uh, we see who's behind it. You know, we we remember Ivan Ranklin, uh, who is tied to uh, a general wanting to do this back in 2023 to put Trump as speaker. Uh, you see Roger Stone uh, in support of it with Matt Gates. Uh, go watch that movie. Who did Roger Stone run to when he went to Matt Gates? He ran, excuse me, when he wanted his pardon for January 6th. Who did he run to? Matt Gates. You guys really need to start questioning everything, guys. I'm telling you right now, there is a problem. And I smell an op on you to get a conservative speaker out of the thing. He lied. I know he lied. There's budgets, the budgets. You know, we're not going to be 100% you know, clear on what's happening, but we need to get Donald J. Trump elected as president, not Speaker of the House. Guys, Trump's not interested in Speaker of the House. He said he was running for president. Haven't you checked? I'm winning by 50 points. You know, so we're all, I, so I went and looked at CNN, MSDNC, and they're all cheering. They're doing victory laps, just like our movement is. I just don't know which end is up. I think we need to, I need time to like, you know, figure out what's going to happen here and if this is really a good thing. But right now, to me, it looks like a PSYOP. And, and, and I'd like to, to also express that I'm not anti Matt Gates. I really, you know, I, I like Matt Gates. I, I don't think that there's, you know, there's, I'm not necessarily opposed to him. I just don't think that, I just don't think that this was the proper time considering that yesterday we had Hunter Biden in court. We had Donald Trump in court. We had Sam Bankman Freed in court. All these different stories are going on. And then uh, somebody comes in and drops a bomb into the room sort of out of nowhere. And without, like I said, you know, I mean, Everybody keeps screaming about all the rhinos in the Republican Party. And yes, there are a huge amount of rhinos in the Republican Party, but there's not 200 of them. You know, uh, the, the, there's a, a, a large number of the people that are now members of the Republican, um, the Republican Congress are, have come in uh, since 2018, since Donald Trump was out there. So there's a lot of people that are, um, that, that are good people in Congress on your side that are representing your districts. And, each person, remember, we all selected the person to go up there and represent you from your district. So, you know, all of the Republicans, people that America sent there to Congress, 
um, none of them voted for this. And so we have to take in, we have to take their perspective into consideration and not just just throw the baby out with the bathwater type uh, mentality that I see some people utilizing. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe Matt Gates opened the gates of hell for you and us, you know, guys, you got to look at it both ways. And I, that's what I do. I try to like sit back and see who's cheering this on and the people that are cheering this on the big influencers. Ooh, I don't trust them. <clears throat> yeah. And, and, you know, and I don't, and I don't necessarily like the idea that, uh, you know, other people in, in, uh, politics are, uh, on the same side of this as me. You know, I, I saw that Mark Levin made a comment. I saw, uh, who else was it? Um, someone else. Oh, oh it was, uh, 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 Newt Gingrich making the comments about Matt Gates. And like I said, I'm not against Matt Gates. I do not think that these people that voted are traitors, which is what some people are saying. I don't think that at all. That's ridiculous. But I do think that this was haphazardly implemented. Yeah. And, you know, it's very interesting. It's an interesting thing. This has never happened before in our country. Right. It deserves a little bit of a pause and really just see what's going to happen, you know, uh, to our country, guys. You know, um, I did see um, Mace and Gates on another program, and they're saying that house business can be conducted. They just can't have floor votes. Um, we've mm -hmm. got McHenry uh, in as the speaker, who is basically McCarthy's, you know, right-hand man. Um, mm -hmm. So McCarthy, his right-hand man, evicted Nancy Pelosi uh, from the office, that secret office that she has. Um, you know, we've apparently they can still do investigations. Apparently, they can still hold hearings. Uh, they just can't do any floor business is what I'm gathering from uh, Mace over there on another program, Shady. We also couldn't, we wouldn't be able to initiate any new investigations. So if something were to happen in the country like East Palestine or some situation like that, we wouldn't be able to engineer anything new. And the, the speaker, that the interim speaker, his, his really, his only job is to elect a speaker. And I just want to remind everybody that uh, look, at, look at what it took. It took 15 rounds to get 216 or 218 people to agree to Kevin McCarthy as Speaker of the House. That's going to have to be the same number of votes. It's going to have to be almost every single Republican on board and uh you know my my fear is the democrats could throw a wrench in the plan here the democrats could you know we talk about that there's not all of those rhinos but there are a bunch of rhinos and so theoretically what if the democrats ran rfk jr you think that they could flip five or six republicans and get them to vote for rfk jr as speaker of the house so i'm just saying the situation is very liquid yeah. we don't really know what's going to happen uh, and getting 215 people to vote for somebody is not easy so if everybody's there, it's 218 and it was 216 yesterday. Um, do you think how many, do you think those that Trump could get 218 votes? People, let me see you. Do you think Carrie Lake can get 218 votes guys? I'm this is, I'm just trying to think logically guys. I, mean, I would I love to don't. see Carrie Lake. I would love to see, you know, Jim Jordan. I think Jim Jordan has a great chance. Uh, Jim Jordan and Scalise are putting their name in the hat. I, I think Jim Jordan is probably the best bet of, of the two. Uh, between Jim Jordan and uh, Steve Scalise. That's who I would be uh, behind personally. But I don't think we know. I mean, we do know that there's about 25 or 30 Republicans that are extremely anti-Trump. So I'm almost certain that those people would not vote for him as speaker. Yeah, and Jim Jordan did throw his hat in the ring. It is confirmed, Shady. Um, yes, that's true. I'm just looking at the chat too. Um, so, you know, we have, so isn't it interesting, the timing of it, we passed the budget for 45 days. And then we vacate the speaker. That's interesting timing as well. 
Um, wouldn't it have been uh, better to Trump, have a government shutdown? And yeah, wouldn't it be better to have a government shutdown? Absolutely. And MAGA sticks together. Then why did only eight people vote? Right. That, that, I mean, that's I'm the just point that we're trying to make. I mean, I think we need to, you know, I'm not just going to follow people generally and blindly. I'm going to throw stones and ask because I think mm -hmm. this is a general stone op question mark. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, it, it definitely, like I said, it's haphazardly implemented, whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think it's okay and healthy to question. Uh, we might take a little heat for it, but hey, we're used to it. <laughs> we do take heat sometimes, don't we? We do. We do. So uh, there we have it. We've got, you know, um, Trump saying, why is it that the Republicans are always fighting amongst themselves? Because MAGA sticks together. Okay. Mm -hmm. Why aren't they fighting the radical left Democrats who are destroying our country? I mean, you know, you should have seen Emma. I just, so I just channel surfed last night and watched all these other programs. <laughs> MSDNC, they're victory laughing, laughing at, you know, you, you know, the Trump is speaker. They're laughing. They're saying, oh my God, the Republicans, they can't even lead. They can't. I mean, you know, it's, it's a bad look guys. It really is. Well, also, uh, also everybody, everybody was telling, you know, everybody is very upset saying that, oh, you know, uh, that, that, uh, Kevin McCarthy was doing all of this stuff to make the Democrats mad, but, or, or to make the Democrats happy because he was doing the Democrats bidding, but then every Democrat came out and voted to throw him out. So that doesn't yeah. reconcile. Byron's for speaker overrated said that. I like that guy. I like Byron, uh, Donald's. He's awesome. Um, I do too. you know, so we're. Yeah, we're just going to take a look, guys. We're not making any judgments. Uh, we're not saying anything. I just heard the president today uh, say that, you know, he's running for president. That's not in his focus, uh, being Speaker of the House. I'm going to run with that. That That's my president, who I respect, who I want to become president, not Speaker. And, um, that's pretty fair, right? That's fair. Yeah, yeah, and just as a uh, kind of a neutral perspective on it, I mean, the guy needs to focus on these cases, and he needs to focus on running for president. And I, I fear that uh, trying to vote him in or make him speaker of the house would uh, interrupt the schedule in a in a detrimental way to the campaign trail, and also all of these lawsuits that he's he's going to have to face. I mean, by the way, he's not done. There's going to be more indictments that come down on this. This is not over yet. There's uh a few others in the in the works that aren't too far away from being brought out as soon as bad news happens they're gonna throw on a few more indictments whenever james biden starts to get exposed or whatever the next level is yeah lincoln logger is saying you know that's uh what did he say it just moved uh he said you know um trump will not be speaker you know i don't think he will either and you know i just want to thank our listeners and everybody for having an open mind and to actually discuss right. this without attacking one another. Because if you look at all the big influencers on X, if you say anything, they're going to attack you. Um, I just want to have a conversation about it. Uh, I don't necessarily agree with it, but that, if that's the way it goes, that's the way it goes, right? I mean, you know, we certainly can get 218 Democrats to vote for President Trump as Speaker. I, I'm sure that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Godan, uh, go, thank you very much. $10 uh, popped up in from watching on X. Donate some wood chips going back to X to talk to myself in the chat. <laughs> uh, thank you, Godan. You know, you, you, it's probably the best conversation you ever get, man. I mean, telling you because <laughs> you're an amazing guy. Uh, let's let's listen to Matt Gates speaking after the ouster of McCarthy. Check this out. 
analyzed the House of Representatives today, to whose benefit? People have called you a narcissist. People say that is to your benefit alone. Is it to the benefit of you and to Donald Trump? It's the benefit of this country that we have a better Speaker of the House than Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy couldn't keep his word. He made an agreement in January regarding the way Washington would work, and he violated that agreement. We are $33 trillion in debt. We are facing $2.2 trillion annual deficits. We face a de-dollarization globally that will crush Americans, working class Americans. Kevin McCarthy is a feature of the swamp. He has risen to power by collecting special interest money and redistributing that money in exchange for favors. Uh, we are breaking the fever now, and we should elect a speaker who's better. So if not Kevin McCarthy, then who? Then who? You said last night that Steve Scalise was a name that you floated to potentially be speaker. Where do things stand right now? If not McCarthy, then who? Well, uh, you know, the stages of grief, I think, are uh, in progress right now with some of my colleagues. I think there was a stage of denial, and I've certainly experienced a good amount of their anger. And now we appear to be headed toward bargaining. I think the world of Steve Scalise, I think he'd make a phenomenal speaker. We've only got, we've got less than, we've got less than 45. I'm afraid of $33 trillion in debt crushing the working people in my district. I'm afraid of the dollar losing its status as the global reserve currency. If they want to expel me, let me know when they have the vote. Less than 45 days left before we, Sorry, go we've got less than 45 days left mm -hmm. before you have to pass a budget, which mm -hmm. is something that you've been wanting to do. Doesn't this just completely paralyze the House? I mean, we could see 15 more rounds. I don't think we will. Uh, I think Kevin McCarthy should take a hint after 15 ballots to become speaker after eight months of a failed speakership and after removal uh, in this historic manner, I think we should move on and find somebody else. What's paralyzed the House of Representatives has been the failure of Speaker McCarthy. What paralyzed the House of Representatives was not taking up appropriations bills. We left for a six week vacation while the appropriations process hung in the balance. And because I forced these people to take a few votes, you think I'm paralyzing the House of Representatives? I think the House of Representatives has been paralyzed for the last several decades as we've refused to pass a budget, as we've governed by continuing resolution and omnibus bill. So I think that this represents the ripping off of the Band-Aid, and that's what we need to do to get back on track. How do you pass anything if 200 Republicans, how do you pass anything? to your colleagues? who argue you don't have another name right now. You don't have someone else who could get 218 votes. What do you tell those people? Well, I would tell them that for certain, Kevin McCarthy can't get 218 votes. So let's try the next person. How do you pass something with, with res pro tem, obviously? Uh, there would have to be a, a real meeting of the minds there. That's okay. It's how do you pass something if there's sorry, 200, if there's 200 Republicans? Else, so I another question. Are you going to ask for uh, a guarantee from whoever is that or, or floated as a candidate for the next speaker for them to actually move the appropriations process along in a speed that satisfies you? Yes. Congressman, at this point, Sir, will you be when? putting yourself forward for the speakership? Absolutely not. I have no desire to be Speaker of the how House. How do you pass, I, Congressman, with, with all due respect, how do you pass something if you don't have 200 Republicans behind you? I know we've already asked about names, but what about Emmer and others? I think the world to Tom Emmer. He'd make a great speaker. Congressman, are you going to with any of these? Have you spoken with Scalise? Have you spoken with Emmer? Uh, I've spoken with him, but I'll probably keep our conversations between us. What take the speaker ben, what was going through your head when the vote gaveled down and it was official McCarthy wasn't speaker? Just, we we got to move to the next step. You know, we, we are not at the end of this process, okay? At, at most, we're approaching halftime. Uh, we've got to be able to assemble a governing coalition 
We have to build from a place of trust. The reason Kevin McCarthy went down today is because nobody trusts Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy has made multiple contradictory promises and when they all came due, he lost he lost votes of people who maybe don't even ideologically agree with me on everything. Take, for example, my colleague from South Carolina, Miss Mace. She's she has different views than I do on a variety of subjects, but what we had in common, Kevin McCarthy lied to all of us. Hold on a second. You're talking you're saying that nobody trusts Kevin McCarthy, but you're talking about including yourself, about seven Republicans compared to about two hundred and, and and about, you know, some odd Republicans who actually do trust him. So can you Kind of explain yes. that here. Well, Square. as it turns out, getting 200 Republicans to trust you isn't enough to Wait, stay speaker. Compared to at this Republicans, point, at this point, have you, you spoken to former President Trump about this since the ousting? Was he supportive of the of what you were doing? Uh, I have spoken to President Trump over the last several days. The ousting only occurred several minutes ago, so we haven't spoken during former that. President time. Trump, though, put on he put on Truth Social that he didn't think this was a good idea. He didn't want to see Republicans. He did not speak to Trump. You get that, right? fighting with other Republicans. How do you respond to the former president? Uh, I, I would uh, I would say that uh, my conversations with the former president leave me with great confidence that I'm doing the right thing. Did the former president call you today? Did the former president call you today? who are concerned about the future of the conservative agenda and the House you uh, I would say that the conservative agenda was being paralyzed by Speaker McCarthy. We hadn't even sent a subpoena to Hunter Biden. Our oversight was lackluster. Our spending priorities were misaligned. The top line budget was going to lead to more inflation, more debt, more challenges. So the best way to advance the conservative agenda is to move forward with a new speaker. So are you gonna, what is the end game? Are you going to require that any future speaker elected allows the motion to vacate to stay at a one person threshold? Yes. Considering that Steve Scalise votes in line with Speaker McCarthy most of the time, why should he want the job after this just happened? Well, that's a question for him, I guess, he not me. He said he's uninterested. He's already said. He's oh, I haven't heard him say that. No, no, no. What has he said to you? Well, here's what I would say. Here's what I say. I think a lot of members are going to reflect on their thinking after this historic moment. I think anything that people have said before the McCarthy ouster uh, is probably uh, bearing less weight than the way people may be thinking about these questions after the McCarthy okay, ouster. So what is the end game? Comments about Steve Scalise yesterday and today. Will you yourself nominate Steve Scalise for Speaker of the House? Maybe. I, I want to see, I want to hear from him. I mean, I, I'm not here to make a judgment on where Mr. Scalise stands with his rehabilitation and recovery. I, I would give him the deference to be able to decide whether or not he'd like to put himself forward as a candidate, but he'd be the type of person that I could, I could see myself supporting. There are many people though. I, I could see myself supporting Tom Emmer. I could see myself supporting Mike Johnson of Louisiana. I could see myself supporting Jody Arrington of Texas. I could see myself supporting Kevin Hearn uh, of Oklahoma. And there are even people outside of so very interesting, very interesting. So, you know, he uh, did not speak to President Trump uh, before the ouster. Uh, Trump is, you know, this is what I'm gathering. Trump is focused on his presidency for 2024. I mean, you know, so here we are. We have no speaker and we need to figure out how to go forward from here, guys. Really. I mean, that's where we're at. And, and I like, I like, I like Jim Jordan. I think Jim Jordan would be good. I'm not sure if he can get the votes. I'm not a big fan of Steve Scalise. Uh, just personally, I'm not sure that he is that much different than Kevin McCarthy and a number of the things that, uh, Matt was complaining about there. I mean, I, 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 I agree with him. You know, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like that. I don't agree with him, but I disagree on the, 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 the process and the timing of what he is doing and the way that he went about it. Uh, single-handedly 
doing this. I understand that he had the power to single-handedly do this, that he negotiated with Kevin McCarthy, but I would have appreciated a little bit more of uh, uh, deliberation and uh, coalition formed and a plan going forward. So that the, the, it could be put on the table right in front of us. He could go out in front of the TV right there and just t- talk about the plan. Well, we had to get rid of Kevin McCarthy because of the bills that he's not passing, because of the things that he's not doing. We have uh, uh, Jim Jordan in, in the wings. Uh, We have the Republican caucus that doesn't like Kevin McCarthy supporting him. We use the Democrats to get McCarthy out so that we could get him in. I think the optic of that would have been absolutely glorious and I could have easily gotten on board with it. And so that that's, that's my uh, um, reservations about the whole thing. So 1776 rebel pages says he did speak to Trump leading up to it. Just not after, because he had only been a few minutes. Uh, We don't have the sauce on that. You don't have the sauce on that. Just like, just like Roger Stone is tied to President Trump when, when he fired him in 2015. You guys got to realize that you guys are being played. I'm sorry, folks. Uh, let's listen to what uh, Miller says. He was on Jesse last night. This is pretty good. Check it out, Shady. So what happened today? Well, what happened today is very simple. As you said, eight Republicans and all Democrats ejected the Speaker of the House. So look, Kevin's a friend of mine. I've known him for a long time. But whether you like Kevin, whether you hate Kevin, wherever you fall on Kevin, the reality is that the Republican Party cannot exist as a functional party if just eight members at any point in time can join with all Democrats to eject a speaker. If you want to be like the left, if you want to beat the left, if you want to dominate the left, if you want to save the country from the left, you have to learn from them. They operate as a unit. They operate as a team. They find their strength in unity as a block, as a single block. Republicans, everyone acts like it's the model UN all the time. They're always debating with each other and caucusing and meeting here and meeting there. They have this idea and that idea. And then someone will randomly jump into a room and scream, balance the budget for no reason at all. They need to focus. The focus needs to be on the two things that are destroying this country right now. And neither of those two things is Kevin McCarthy. It's a border invasion and weaponized government. And Kevin McCarthy put forward a plan to deal with the border invasion. And as far as weaponized government is concerned, what's holding that up are the so-called moderates in the Republican conference. But nobody talks about them. Nobody talks about the members of the Republican conference who scream and cry and protest every time somebody tries to step in and pursue real action against DOJ, real action against the criminal thugs running this country. So you know what? You can inject Kevin and you can replace him with someone else and then someone else and then someone else and then someone else. Here's what I don't hear. I don't hear a plan. I do not hear a proposal. I do not hear a vision to shut down our open border and to stop the Department of Justice from putting innocent Americans in jail for life. So who's going to be the next speaker? Is it going to be Stephen Miller? (laughs) (laughs) I put my name in the ring. We'll see what happens. I'm serious. They don't have a backup, Miller. They have no backup. They have nobody that wants it. And they just said, we'll figure it out in a week. (laughs) What happens in a week? The point is that, look, it's one thing if you say, Here's my man. Here's who I want to have the job. Here's the vision. Let's have this out. That would be one thing. But the reality is, is that the House Republican Conference is split into a dozen different factions. You talk about appropriations bills. Look, Jesse, I love regular order as much as the next guy. Right. Regular order. It's fabulous. It's great. But you know what? Most Americans don't even know what regular order means. (laughs) Passing 12 individual appropriations bills is fabulous. But guess what? 
Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer remade this country with an omnibus spending bill year after year after year because they know how to put what they want in the damn bill. So you know what? Regular order is important. You know what's more important? Putting the policies you want in the damn bill. And guess what? You know why one of these bills tanked one of these 12 appropriations bills? A disagreement over $2.5 billion in spending. $2.5 billion. You know what the conservatives who voted against it should have said to the liberals in their conference? You take the $2.5 billion. You take it. Spend it. I don't care because the open border is going to cost us $10 trillion long term. Focus on the big things. Stop fighting over the symbolic things that make you feel good, that remind you what it was like to be in college debating with your friends over a beer and a pizza. <laughs> Focus on the things that are killing this damn country. That's what you need to do right now. I yeah. Wow. That was, uh, <laughs> that was passionate from Stephen Miller. He's America First legal founder, uh, and he does work closely with the Trump campaign. Uh, yeah, and um, he's he's talking a little bit to uh, what what the issue is is here with this. Um, you know, I mean, guys, it's a it's a head on a pike mentality. You 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 we've we, we've all been like you know kind of brainwashed with this head on a pike mentality, and and then whenever you see one and you're encouraging of it, you know, like the crowd is cheering for the for the you know the head to be removed. I mean, like that that's a little bit of what we're dealing with here. Uh, Congress is about a negotiation. The point of Congress is negotiating. And the truth of the matter is uh, the, the bottom line is that what is right, good and just in this world is very seldom popular. And we have to realize that. You know, I mean like the 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 the, the fun thing, the popular thing that uh, the, the reactionary moment is not always the best the best process. And 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 my argument yesterday with a number of people was that We've upended a process that has been in place for the, the whole uh, time of our country that has never been interfered like this, never been interrupted like this. So it is unprecedented, and we should be willing to pull back for a second and take note of the unprecedented moment. Uh, money to Ukraine? We shouldn't be sending any money to Ukraine. But the reality of the situation is the Congress didn't force Kevin McCarthy to itemize and simplify and disperse and make these bills individual like they were supposed to do. They should have had that stuff ready for him to be pushing it forward. So here he is, ended up uh, up against a, uh, a government shutdown, which in my opinion, Shady's opinion, I would have preferred <laughs> us to have went into a government shutdown and dealt with it from there, as opposed to ousting the speaker in a situation where we uh, just avoided a government shutdown for 45 days. If this last, I mean, th this could go on, we could not have a speaker all the way until 2025. And I just want to prepare you for that. There literally could not be a speaker of the house until 2025 because of this mayhem, because you can't get the idiots up there on Capitol Hill to agree on anything, much less every one of them to agree on one thing. That's true. So it could be, and you know, I do agree with Matt Gates and, you know, Shady, you said it perfectly, you know, the house controls the purse strings, you know, we, the house, the majority, the Republican majority has the upper hand, right? But the problem is, is that a lot of the Republicans are for the Ukraine spending and everything else. So we do have a divided house. Um, that, that's a and, great and point. A lot of them are. I mean, I would say 60 to 75 of the people that are elected as Republicans are for funding Ukraine. Yeah. And that's why, you know, Jim Jordan will have a hard time. That's why anybody will have a hard time, guys. Um, this is uh, from Fox this morning. Check this out. They're talking about you know, Kevin McCarthy ousted. Check it out. Members today, a powerful voting block in his bid for speaker. Congressman Tony Gonzalez announcing last night. 
Scalise has his vote. Another name, House Judiciary Chair Jim Jordan could also be a possible pick if he were to officially launch a campaign for speaker. He's reportedly making calls, getting a feel for where things stand. Congressman Jim Banks and Thomas Massey reportedly backing Jordan if he wants the job. Another name on the list, former President Donald Trump. Texas Congressman Troy Nels saying he will be nominating him, saying with Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene. President, former President Trump blasted Republicans yesterday, condemning them for this inner party drama, telling them to focus on taking on Democrats, not targeting each other. But sources telling Fox that Republicans behind the scenes have been talking with former President Trump, trying to draft him for speaker. And sources telling Fox News that former President Trump may be interested in the job, at least in the short term. Back to you guys. Hey, Hillary. Pretty interesting. You know, so it's it's on the Fox couch. You know, they're they're talking about it. So Scalise, uh, and we do have news today that um, uh, let me just see this here. Jordan uh, becomes the first to announce to run for speaker. That is uh, confirmed by Politico. Um, and then you know, I wanted to also uh, Byron Donalds um, did not vote for it as well. And I wanted to bring in Byron Donalds' uh, perspective, Shady. Okay. Here we go. To that in a moment, but uh, careful what you wish for. Did Speaker McCarthy, the former Speaker, deserve this? Look, there were a lot of things that didn't happen well under Kevin McCarthy, but there's a reason I voted no on the motion to, to vacate is because we were going through the appropriations process. It was late. It was not perfect. We were trying to be conservative in our spending bills. I wanted to cut a lot more, but at the end of the day, we should have finished our work. And right now, there's no ability to do anything on the House floor. Uh, we set out a schedule to get all of our work done by the end of October. Uh, that schedule is now going to get tossed out of the window. Uh, so what happened with uh, with Kevin is something I did not want to see happen. Uh, but our job right now as a Republican Party in the House is to come together, figure out who the next leader is going to be. And then we got to get back to work. OK, so some, the of the, some of the criticism is that you took six weeks off and went on August break. But who's to say if you stayed in Washington that you would have made progress given the rub that we've watched over the last two days? Well, look, the criticism is fair. There were many members like myself who said we need to stay here and, and figure out this stuff with our appropriation bills before anybody goes anywhere. At a minimum, we have to make sure we have a steady working schedule through the August recess. That did not occur. Uh, one of the things that was happening even before the August recess is that there was an impasse on how much we wanted to spend. Uh, members were communicating that to the leadership team, and it really just didn't get anywhere fast. So it's frankly a failure on all sides at this point in time. Uh, but Kevin McCarthy, he was the leader of the House, and there were enough members to say, you know what, we want to see a change. And that's where we are right okay, now. Okay, a couple of things here that maybe the audience doesn't recall. But you said last night, you said every member has a voice, which is a great thing to say, sir. But when you've got a four-vote majority, I mean, easier said than done, right? I mean, it's a very different way to run the House. What Speaker Pelosi did in 2019 is she changed that rule. She said you have to have a majority of the caucus to vacate the chair, to, get, to have a vote to remove the Speaker. And Speaker McCarthy negotiated in good faith with people like Matt Gates to change that back to one member of the caucus. But when you're facing a four vote majority, you're always on tender hooks, are you not? Uh, you are, but we got to understand something. Every member of Congress is sent here by the people that elected them. They're not sent here by, the, by a leadership team 
or by a, a group somewhere on Capitol Hill. People back home send them. I don't want to. I didn't want to see this. I didn't want to see us basically be gridlocked and deadlocked until we could find a new leader. But I do believe that every member of Congress should have the ability to represent the interests of their districts. And the one vote motion to vacate is a part of that. As distasteful as this may look, as much as people don't want to see this current situation, that provision in House rules has been there for a very long time. And just because Nancy Pelosi changed it doesn't make it right. Okay, so you respect what Matt Gates did then. Is that right? No, I don't. I actually disagreed with it. And I told Matt that I don't agree with this. We should not be doing this. We should be focused on funding the government, working through our appropriation bills and securing the nation's border. That's what we should be focused on. And I think for all of my Republican colleagues trying to figure out where we go next, security of our southern border is of utmost paramount. And we got to get back to work as yeah, quickly yeah, as we yeah. can I, I to move figure to out how future. to fund this government. But, but you said every member has a voice and that's important. And then you said you don't respect what Gates did. And I, I don't know. Well, I don't you, have to agree with a member. Too? Bill, I don't have to agree with a member, even though I do respect every member's voice, because they represent people in their district, just like I represent people in mine. And I think the the day one thing that's come out of this, the days of just top down leadership in Washington, I believe those days are over. But this is not going to be the prettiest picture for everybody to, to see. But democracy the republic as it stands mm -hmm. is what's going to flourish going forward. Uh, I, so I, I may not I agree with the tactical decision, but I respect every member's ability to do it. Yeah, I went back and looked at all the districts who voted um, to remove him. I'm, a lot of these, not all of them, but a lot of them are ruby red. And I'm, they don't stand a chance of losing their seat. And Gates is one of them in the panhandle of Florida. Uh, is your caucus ready to anoint the next speaker? Because if you are and you get this done in the next 10 days, a lot of this is forgotten. Where is that now? Look, I think members are going to get there pretty fast. There were a lot of conversations last night. Everybody trying to figure out what to do next. Uh, this morning, we're going to have more conversations, different, part of, different parts of the Republican conference. I think we're going to be able to come together pretty quickly. Uh, have a new leader and then go ahead and anoint a new speaker and then go into our business. And I think all of that can occur. Uh, look, this is something I didn't want to see, but we are where we are. Now is the time to be focused on the path forward. And that's what I'm committed to doing. The, the um, Among those conversations last night, who was the leading candidate? Uh, look, I'm not going to give you that one, Bill. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> members are having those discussions. And I think it's to respect all of my colleagues. Those need to be internal right now. We don't want to just be floating names just for, for news clips. We want to make sure we have the best leader to lead the Republican conference going forward. Got it. I just I wasn't looking to float names. I just wanted to know what the credibility was behind the name. And maybe there's someone who leads the pack. That's, that's where that question comes from. Last comment. That's fair. That's fair. I understand that. Okay. Sir, thank you for your time. You going to be running for governor in Florida? <laughs> Listen, man, as you can see, this whole thing moves so fast. Who knows? Uh, I'll worry about that after the presidential elections. But right now, let's get a Speaker of the House. Let's go ahead and reelect Donald Trump as President of the United States in 24, and then we'll figure the rest out okay. after Byron that. Donalds, thank you for your time, sir. We'll speak again very soon. Thank you on Capitol Hill. Woo, what All a day. Right. Definitely what a day. And uh, that was a good perspective. I mean, you know, what we're doing here on the MG Show is looking at the narrative and, and then just showing, you know, just looking around and see what people are thinking. That's what we're supposed to do. We deliver the news, Shady. Um, and we may not 
we basically take the side of President Donald J. Trump. If that speakership, he'll do whatever it takes to do the Republican Party, but Donald J. Trump is focused on running for president. He's beating people in the polls by 50 points. You know, and maybe yeah. we need to show that again, Shady. Yeah, and, 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 and I'm just, I'm having a hard time, and I'm not trying to be combative, but I'm having a hard time understanding some of the perspective out there. Um, uh, Matt Gates and the Dems only got it done because the American people wanted it. Like, I, I, don't, under, I don't understand that. Like, I don't understand how you can think that the American people uh, are, are wanting the Democrats to vote out the Speaker of the House and the Democrats are going along with it. Like, we, you, you got you to gotta reorganize your mind a little bit here. Like, the, okay, if, if the Republican Party is full of rhinos and, and the rhinos are the threat and we got to get rid of the rhinos, and the rhinos are against Trump and against America and against everything that's uh, good and 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 uh, uh, productive. Then what? If the rhinos are there and and the Democrats have worked with Matt Gates to oust Speaker McCarthy, then why aren't the rhinos going to work with the Democrats to put in Hakeem Jeffries? Like I like I just don't understand the reasoning here. Like the the people that voted to throw Kevin McCarthy out you know. as Speaker were not our constituents. It was the other side of the aisle that did this i'm having a hard time so with it guys in order who came jeffrey's uh, newt gingrich bohemian grove member uh said that they would have to agree with uh you know the regulations that they want to pass they would have to agree with not prosecuting biden uh they would have to agree to a lot of deals in order to get hakeem jeffries to get in there too whoever the next speaker is will have deals we don't know what that is yet but let's just play this one more time shady grove here we go This is a country that's failing badly. We're asking questions. We're going to figure it out, Shady Grove. But uh, we'll be right back. Hour number two coming right up. Shady, take it away. Stay tuned for hour number two of the Matrix Groove Show live on Red State Talk Radio. Coming right up after these words in the Matrix with 3Xs.com. Can you hear me 
The Brighteon store understands the importance of getting all the nutrients you need to support the healthy functions of your body. Our nutrient-dense superfoods and supplements can help nourish your body and promote your optimal health and well-being. 100% customer satisfaction guarantee on all purchases. You deserve the best. BrighteonStore.com support this amazing platform and amazing patriots for humanity. Use promo code MGSHOW at checkout for additional savings. Wow, it's so soft and smooth. It's cool to the touch. How did you do that? Well, we took my pillow's patented fill and combined it with this new technology that we didn't have back then when I invented my pillow to bring you the best pillow in history, my pillow 2.0. Because of all of you, my pillow 2.0 has been a huge success. And now we're bringing you our best-selling go anywhere my pillows with the same temperature regulating technology. Made with my patented adjustable fill and brand new cooling fabric, they're truly the next generation of my pillow. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to save over 60% on our my pillow 2.0 four pack special. You'll get two my pillows and two go anywhere my pillows. Regular $259.92, now only $99.98. King size, just $10 more. This is a limited time offer, so please order now. Government induced inflation, taxes, rising interest rates, and political instability. They all have a crushing effect on our investments, often causing the stock market to go down. They can also cause gold and silver to go up. There's a time to be in stocks, bonds, and mutual funds, and there's a time to get out. This is the time to hold gold and silver. Kirk Elliott, double PhD, has been protecting individual Americans' assets for more than two decades. Hi, I'm Kirk Elliott. There's no such thing as a bad investment. There's only bad timing for investments. And now is the time to own gold and silver. Now is the time to own physical metals in an IRA, a 401k, and of course, outside of a retirement plan. Don't let the government destroy your hard-earned assets. Please call 720-605-3900. 720-605-3900 for gold, silver, and undeniable economic protection against out-of-control government. Support the guys and mention MG's show when you call. Over the last 20 years, with all your support, we've been able to not only launch the original MyPillow, but also the MyPillow mattress topper, Giza Dream bed sheets, My Slippers, and the MyPillow bath towels. But there's so much more. In fact, we have over 200 products, and I'm so confident that you'll love each and every one of them that when you go to MyPillow.com now, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20 just for checking out the website. No purchase necessary. Get everything from my pillow blankets, sleepwear, kitchen towels, mattresses, duvets, pet beds, body pillows, comforters, couch pillows, bathrobes, and so much more. So go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get deep discounts on all my pillow products. And remember, just for checking out mypillow.com, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20. No purchase necessary. This is a limited time promotion, so go to mypillow.com now. Shady Groove for channels like In The Matrix and Bards of War. For channels like Jordan Sather and Red Pill 78. I slowly but surely became great friends with a few of them and In The Matrix and Shady became two of my brothers for life. Love you guys. <clears throat> 
you guys have done so much for me and uh i just love you guys and, I, and we uh they were like you gotta write us a song bro yes! so i was like yeah yeah you're right you do you do we do i need to write you a song and i always thought the name living in the matrix was a great name for a song so here you go some living in the matrix with all your support we've been able to not only launch the original my pillow but also the my pillow mattress topper giza dream bed sheets my slippers and the my pillow mat towels but there's so much more in fact we have over 200 products and i'm so confident that you'll love each and every one of them that when you go to mypillow.com now you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at 20 dollars just for checking out the website no purchase necessary get everything from my pillow blankets sleepwear kitchen towels mattresses duvets headbeds body pillows comforters couch pillows bathrobes and so much more so go to mypillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code to get deep discounts on all MyPillow products. And remember, just for checking out MyPillow.com, you'll immediately receive a free gift valued at $20. No purchase necessary. This is a limited time promotion, so go to MyPillow.com now. Troubadour, troubled souls, one of God's servants. Blades out, cut the grass, till we see the surface. Hope you see the truth. This puppet show it stays on because of you fools. We've been dancing with the devil way too long. I know it's fun, but get ready to pay your dues. Oh God, come back. Need you now before we're too far gone. I hope one day they finally see the truth. God, we need you now. I know the truth is hard to swallow, just digested. Suspected something's going on. Chosen, just neglected. Deflected by some breaking news. How we just accepted. Expected just to fall in line and follow their perspective. Don't question their objectives. But I got a lot of questions. How these kids molested, but nobody's been arrested. Uh, read it in the testament. These children are protected. So I'm fighting all these terrorists, both foreign and domestic. Refuse to be directed. Lying out of sheep. Only kneel to my God. So I'm dying on my feet. Uh, silence when we speak. But there's violence in the street. I've been rolling with the punches. I can't take us on the cheap. Nah, drink from a glass half full. I'm optimistic. People are sadistic. So vicious and malicious. 
Praying for assistance to overcome my position. Or I'm gonna start resisting and then I pray for forgiveness. Oh, one day I hope you see the truth. This puppet show, it stays on because of you fools. We've been dancing with the devil way too long. I know it's fun, but get ready to pay your dues. Oh, God, come back home. This crazy world is filled with liars and abusers. We need you now before we're too far gone. I hope one day they finally see the truth. God, we need you now. We need you now. We need you now. Puppet show it stays on because of you fools. We've been dancing with the devil way too long. I know it's fun, but get ready to pay your dues. Oh God, come back home. This Abusers, need you now before we're too far gone. I hope one day they finally see the truth. Oh, yeah, God, we need you now. Yes, Caitlin Curtis, struggle Jennings. God, we need you now. Love that song. Shady Groove, welcome back to hour number two. Man, I love that song, too. Boy, that gets me fired up to hear that because we all understand what's going on now. And at the end of the day, it is God's plan. It's not our plan. And uh, we're, we're all here just to uh, participate and to do the best that we can and to try to do the next right thing. And I appreciate each and every one of you for being here and for using your own discernment. It doesn't really matter which side of any particular subject we all fall on. We're supposed to be able to agree to disagree and have a nice, healthy, robust debate. And I think that that's what is a, a little bit lacking in our country is the debate part of our, our uh, conversation. Instead, everybody just wants to bash everybody over the head. Yep, 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 yep. And that's not how we work. Uh, we like uh, conversation because we're big boys and we have our big boy pants on and we can take it. And if, uh, you know, my president came out and did a, you know, uh, they asked him about the speaker. He said, I'm running for president. That's what I'm focused on. In case you haven't looked at, at the newspapers, I'm winning by 50%. But if there's anything I can do to help the Republican Party, I'll do it. Um, and that's where I stand. I stand with President Donald J. Trump. I also understand 
that I don't think he can get the votes, sadly. I mean, there's a lot of Republicans that don't like Donald J. Trump. I mean, never Trumpers never went away, guys. This could have been a move by never Trumpers. I mean, just really, guys, just think about it. And let's see how it plays out. We really want to just see how it plays out. We don't have the answers. I'm not a prophet. You're not a prophet. Uh, what we do is we, uh, you know, we just report the facts. If it's a fact, it's a fact, whether we like it or not. And right now, the facts are is we have no speaker, and we don't really like that. But we understand why it happened. We understand Matt Gates's, you know, point of view. I get it. You know, um, that we should be the purse. Uh, the house is the purse strings, and the purse strings are being messed with. We know that, uh, you know, Donald Trump supported Kevin McCarthy. It took, what, 15, 16 times to get, you know, that vote passed. What's going to happen with the next person? Who is it going to be? Ooh, it's kind of crazy. So let's switch gears, Shady Groove, unless you want to make a final statement on this subject, and we'll we'll report stuff as it goes, guys. You know, that's what we're here for. A fact is a fact, whether we like it or not. Shady. Yeah, the the point is that it's done. The speaker has been removed. There's not really a no. There's not really a lot of uh, necessity into uh, rehashing it, going over and over again. We're going to move forward from here. But uh, I'd like for uh, I'm hoping that we move forward in a responsible manner. Yes, absolutely. I mean, you know, it's just there's a lot of narrative people out there, guys. Here comes the narratives, booga booga booga, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and <laughs> we've been fighting these weird narratives for a long time, and we've been right a lot of the time. So. Donald J. Trump this morning, 9.53 a.m., just arrived at the witch hunt trial. (laughs) I mean, I love this guy. Just arrived at the witch hunt trial taking place in a very badly failing, so sadly, state of New York, where people and companies are fleeing by the thousands. Corrupt attorney General Letitia James is a big reason for this. Statute 6312 is meant to be used for consumer fraud. It has never been used before on a case such as this, especially since I did absolutely nothing wrong. I borrowed money, paid it back in full, and got sued years later with a trial right in the middle of my campaign. I'm not even entitled under any circumstances to a jury. This witch hunt cannot be allowed to continue. It is election interference and the start of communism right here in America. Yeah, boy, that's a powerful statement. Oh my gosh. So we did have day three. This is day three of the Donald J. Trump trial, uh, <laughs> witch hunt trial. We'll call it the witch hunt, hashtag witch hunt trial, guys. Uh, and here's his statement at 9.54 a.m., just before he released this truth. Uh, so here we go. Here's Donald J. Trump. Shade Groove, you ready? I'm ready. Here's the full statement this morning before he walks into the witch hunt trial. This witch hunt is going on using statute 
the Houston of me, the former president, the leading candidate, I'm leading Joe Biden by a lot, which is probably why this is all happening. Not probably, why it's definitely. They're coordinating with Washington, 100%. But without that, none of these cases would be going on. They've weaponized justice in our country. This trial is a disgrace. Never happened, a thing like this has never happened before. And just simply, I put in financial statements with a disclaimer. In other words, don't even bother reading them. To the bank. I borrowed money on, very under leverage, borrowed money on a building or something, maybe different things. I borrowed the money, I paid back the money in full, 100%. There were no defaults, there were no letters of reprimand, the banks were extremely happy, and in many cases I paid the money back early. And then I got sued years later by this horrible attorney general, this woman that ran for governor and failed. You know, she did this because she was running for governor. And then she ran and she failed. She had no calls and they forced her out. And she came back and she became attorney general again. Uh, and we got stuck with her. So she brought the case under the statute that had never been used for a thing like this before, ever. We're not entitled to a jury. Because if I had a jury, even though it's in New York, and I think I'd be fine with New York, but if I had a jury, we'd win this case very easily. But I don't have a jury. And you see what's happening. It's the railroading. And it's the beginning of communism in our country. This is the beginning of communism. So, we're going back in, playing the game and doing everything right. But just so you remember, I borrow money, the statements were perfect. Not only perfect, the statements are much more conservative than my real net worth. My real net worth is much higher, not well, much higher than the statements. So I put the statements in, they don't use the statements because it has a disclaimer clause. They do their own work. The clause tells them, do your own due diligence, do your own work. And that's where we are. And I got sued. And I hear I, I may be guilty of a lot for no reason. They made him a lot of money for something where there was nothing wrong. This is a witch hunt. This is just a continuation of the witch hunt that started the day I came down the escalator and drunk down. And it's a shame for our country. You borrow money, you pay it back, the bank loves us. They said, what did he do wrong? He didn't do anything wrong. We loaned him money, a big bank. These are big banks, by the way. Represented by the biggest law firms, most prestigious, the best law firms in the country. You borrow money, you pay it back, and you get sued by a political animal. And that's where we are. And that's the way it goes. And that's why New York State is failing, and that's why companies are leaving by the thousands. I'll see you later. Thank you. A lot of people have been calling me about speaker. All I can say is we'll do whatever's best for the country and for the Republican Party. We have some great people. We just want to say we have some great, great people. Would you take the job? A lot of people have asked me about it. I'm focused. You know, we're leading. I don't know. You, I'm sure you don't read too much in the papers. But we're leading by like 50 points for president. So my focus is totally on that. If I can help them during the process, I would do it. But we have some great people in the Republican Party that could do a great job as speaker. Well, what about you? Well, I'm going to be speaker yesterday. Uh,
she's a wonderful woman. I'll do whatever it is to help, but my focus, my total focus is being president and quite honestly, making America great again because we are living in a country in decline. This is a country that's failing badly. We're not respected in the world. Interest rates are through the roof, taxes are through the roof, inflation is horrible, it's done to us, it's eating us alive. Energy is now over five dollars. I was at one dollar and eighty-seven cents. It's over five dollars. What's happened to our country with Afghanistan, that horrible removal, the most embarrassing moment I think in our country's history. So I'm running for president. I'm up by 40 and 50 points and more in some cases. But whatever I can do to help with regard to speaker is good. By the way, I'm also leading Biden by a lot. If I wasn't, I wouldn't have trials like this. Thank you very much. How is Melania, Mr. President? Your family's going through a lot. How is Melania, Mr. President? First lady, right? Kermit D. Wrong. Totally. Yeah. Hi ho, Kermit the newscaster here. <laughs> these people. These people. Oh my gosh. So we've got a lot of stuff going down. I want to lighten the mood up a little bit too. This is Mark Dice, Shady Groove. Uh this is the the tweet. Uh yeah, that was me who culture jammed Fox News live on air while shootings of any kind are terrible. It's important to inform the public about a potential danger. Cable news always exploits tragedies in order to keep viewers glued to their TV screens and fill the airtime with anything available to them. In this case, some random caller whose name and identity they didn't even bother to verify before putting on the air as someone who supposedly knows what really happened. And I'd like to introduce you guys to Mark Tyrone Dice. <laughs> and we've got Tyrone on the phone with us now. Tyrone, when you say poker game, what exactly happened? What transpired? Well, first we were watching, we'll all get together. Tyrone, when you say poker game, what exactly happened? What wow. Stuck. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Transpired. <laughs> well, first we were watching, we'll all get together every Tuesday night, and we watch Chuck Carlson's show on X. We used watch him on Fox News. Obviously, he's not there no more. Mm -hmm. And still being the most credible guy in the media in America, we always get together to watch Tucker Carlson. And I think he's doing probably better now that he's not with Fox News because the corporate media always controls what yeah. the teleprompter readers are able to say. And now that he doesn't Thank have you, that hand Thanks, Tyron. Can we, maybe we can work to get Don back on the phone, Tracy. We can get that. Clearly, <laughs> that was not a student at Morgan State University. Uh, and we've got Tyrone, Shady Groove. <laughs> Pretty epic uh, in the moment. That reminds me about uh, some of the, uh, the other people that used to do prank calls on CNN all the time whenever they would do their uh, the hurricane coverage and stuff like always. Uh, so finally, Fox News got trolled live, taking in calls from 800 numbers amongst a constituency that's not very happy with Fox News is probably not a good idea. I don't know. Call me crazy. <laughs> That was epic, Shady Groove. That was epic. Yep. Oh, man. So, all right, here we go. This is uh, uh, Jim Jordan uh, right here. Dear colleague, the American people have entrusted us to lead the House of Representatives. Our majority has had a success for the first time in nine months of the uh, 118th Congress. We should be proud. 
of what we have achieved together in these divided times. But our work is not done. Far-left progressive policies are destroying our communities, our security, and our future. We have soaring crime across the country. We have an administration with or open border policies that have caused chaos to the and left our country vulnerable. We have seen federal agencies turned on the American people, silencing speech online, targeting parents at school board meetings, and flagging pro-life Catholics as potential threats. And we've witnessed blatant double standards in federal law enforcement. We continue to spend too much money, and the Americans are suffering under President Biden's economy. The Republican majority must continue to address the issues the, uh, the, that matter to the American people. We must address rising crime in major cities and reject soft-on-crime pro-criminal policies. We must get our fiscal house in order and reduce spending so that we can leave more to the next generation than a crushing deficit. We must do our constitutional oversight of the federal bureaucracy to ensure that they work for the American people, not the other way around. And we must continue working to, uh, to secure the border and protect our national security. We agreed at the beginning of the Congress that there are three fundamental things the House must do. Pass bills that need to be passed, do the oversight, and rein in the spending. Working with Chairman Green and our leadership, I helped to deliver the most significant legislative accomplishment this in this Congress the strongest immigration and border enforcement bill ever. With other committee chairs at the members and the members of the Judiciary Committee, I am doing the oversight and holding the administration accountable. And I have been doing among the leaders in pushing, I have been among the leaders in pushing for fiscal discipline my entire career. We are at a critical crossroad in our nation's history. Now is the time for a Republican conference to come together and to keep promises to the Americans. The problems we face are challenging, but they are not insurmountable. We can focus on the changes that improve the country and unite us in offering real solutions. But no matter what we do, we must do it together as a conference. I respectfully ask for your support for Speaker of the House of Representatives. Sincerely, Jim Jordan. There's the actual letter shady groove wow what a, what a great what a great letter and um like, like like i said earlier i think that he's one of the few people that maybe could possibly get the votes but now i'm all i'm seeing a number of uh republican representatives who are saying that they are refusing to vote for another speaker until the house rules are changed again so here we yeah. go guys yep uh so yeah we've got uh I'm just looking to see uh, this trial is a total witch hunt. And Check it out. Business empire are wrapped up in this all Trump? of that. Going back to Trump um, now. More witnesses testified as New York Attorney General Letitia James is trying to make her case that the Trump organization committed fraud. The former president with brief comments just a couple minutes ago. Let's watch. <laughs> this trial is a total witch hunt, and I should be entitled to a jury like everybody else is entitled to a jury. I have no rights to have a jury. It's ridiculous. Thank you very much. All right, so that was really quick. <laughs> You know, the left is screaming that, uh, you know, Alina Haba uh, didn't check the box saying jury trial. I mean, that's absolutely bogus, in my opinion. Uh, what do you think, Shady? I mean, <laughs> I love no, this guy. No, I've, I've heard the arguments. I kind of I kind of agree that I that I don't think that that's even uh, a, a reality. I, I don't understand exactly why they're running that narrative. And I don't understand what their source is of that. And uh, Trump has consistently said that he was denied the jury trial, not that uh, his uh, 
that a box wasn't properly checked. I mean, that, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. No. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got another truth by uh, Donald J. Trump at 12.08 p.m. The respected New York Law Journal writes that a dissolution ordered in the people, uh, quote, people of the state of New York versus Trump appears unwarranted. Wow, that's big. The whole trial is a Democrat-inspired hoax, just like Russia, Russia, Russia. And the spying on my campaign, the 51 fake intelligence agents, the FISA forgeries, and everything else. This is a total witch hunt where I am not even allowed to have a jury. The corrupt AG, Letitia James, convinced the judge that, uh, in fact, wait, wait, convinced the judge that Mar-a-Lago is only worth $18 million when, in fact, it may be worth 50 to 100 times that amount. Based on their fake lowball number, uh, the judge ruled that I committed fraud. No, corrupt Letitia committed fraud. Her papers are the fraudulent ones, not mine. And she doesn't have a disclaimer clause. This case should never have been brought. Shady Groove. Wow. It's wow. It's 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 hanging on a shoestring. It's hanging on a shoestring right now. I mean, I'm I'm waiting for the prosecution to like fold up and, and walk away from it because they don't have anything here. They don't really have anything. And whenever you whenever you're in a situation where the state is prosecuting you and uh, there's no victim there, there's no uh, crime actually committed, you've got a, a definite issue. Um, in any situation, but in a circumstance where your opponent is Donald Trump and he has not only the bully pulpit, but endless resources to be able to stand up for himself, that's a, that's caught between a rock and a hard place. They, they, they absolutely are They're, They don't really have any place to turn and they have no clue what to do because they've, uh, um, um, he made this lady a hero. You know, the, the, the people on the left think Letitia James is some sort of a hero. So if they, if they walk out of this without a win in their column, then it's going to be another big check mark for Donald Trump, which is again, what we were saying yesterday, every time they do this, his poll numbers go up and up and up. And meanwhile, we had Sam Bankman freed trial yesterday who gave money to Arabella advisors. Are, is the news talking about that shady? Well, they're, t yeah, they're, what they're talking about some bogus story acting like, did you see the stuff on 60 minutes over the weekend acting like Sam Bankman freed offered Donald Trump $5 billion acting as if they were in negotiation. Donald Trump was, had sent them the number that he was going to give Donald Trump $5 billion to not run right before, uh, uh, FTX went down. And that's the narrative wow. that they're running with out there. And you want to talk about a bunch of who Dewey? I think that that is a bunch of BS right there. Yeah. And, you know, we're looking at, you know, this judge, Arthur F. Engoron, Shady Groove. Uh, he was gagged yesterday for and had to delete that Truth Social post about, you know, uh, what's Schumer. his name? Six Ways to Sunday Schumer. Yeah. Six Ways to Sunday Schumer. Uh, her pal is the chief, you know, assistant, you know, to the judge. Pretty interesting. But the campaign may put out of may have put out this shady groove. This is pretty interesting. Um, it is uh, in the overview. Judge Arthur Ngoron is a far left Democrat who said Trump should be prosecuted because quote he's just a bad guy. Judge Ngoron cl claims he knew more about the value of business empire of President Trump than his banks, business partners, accountants, employees, and insurers. Judge Ngoron has been a Democrat donor since the 90s. In 2015, a list of Democrats, including Barack Obama, were on the induction letter of Ngoron as a justice of the Supreme Court of the state of New York. 
Judge Arthur Ngoron is a far-left Democrat who said Trump should be prosecuted because he's just a bad guy. Uh, far-left Democrats uh, judge claims he knows more about the value. These are the articles, guys, okay? So there's the sauce, all right? Then we go on to page two. The New York uh, <laughs> real estate experts, Florida value Mar-a-Lago, cited by judge in civil case, was based on a misunderstanding of basic real estate practices. In Florida, we have, uh, you know, something that uh, is very interesting. There's the assessment value for taxes, Shady Groove, which is different than the actual uh, value of your home. And right. that's very simple. So if, mm -hmm. if I become, you know, uh, this is my only home, I actually get a benefit off that tax as well. So that's why Trump said, I'm going to live at Mar-a-Lago. So he gets a benefit off of his taxed, uh, uh, property value. People don't really understand all that. Um, but you know, we get our money from people coming in here and the whole, you know, the hotels from travel, you know, uh, and we have lower taxes, even though they're, they're being, you know, pretty much, you know, uh, raised by rhinos uh so this is friedman trump paid his banks every penny they were owed along with hundreds of millions of dollars in fees and interest you know where are the banks guys this is the new york uh exclusive uh you know it would list at 300 million at least um judge arthur and goran has been a democrat donor since the 90s here is democrat donations and this is the other one here this is the interesting one remember trump trump said he's part of the club he's part of the clubs right? He's a member of the clubs. A list of Democrat in, uh, Democrats, including Barack Obama, Obama, were on the induction letter of Engoron, uh, Engoron as the justice of the Supreme Court. So this is a list of Democrats, including Barack Obama. So look at this. This is Justice Engoron appreciates the district leaders, judicial delegates, officers, and members of Alice Reg Cornegay Club. Look at all the clubs here, Shady Groove. Coalition clubs. clubs. Democrats. It, I mean, look at them all. This guy is a member of the club. He doesn't like Trump, Shady. I mean, sh he should recuse himself just based on that, no? Well, I think they probably, every judge in New York would have to recuse themselves if we measured him by that standard. I mean, aren't we supposed to have a, a, you know, a fair trial? I mean, is, I mean, am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. That is what it's supposed to be. But the reality of the situation is whenever you're in a situation where the case shouldn't exist to begin with and there's no precedent and there's no real crime and there's no victim, it all becomes theater, right? I mean, it, like the, what yeah. we are watching is theater. Like they are literally putting on a show for the left-leaning left lunatics out there to feel like they got him now. Right. So here we go. This is Donald J. Trump comes back out of the courthouse uh, courtroom and boy is he mad former president donald trump speaking now outside his courtroom in new york city let's watch it's worth 18 million dollars and it's worth one and a half billion dollars or thereabouts so he said it was worth 18 million so they defrauded us because he called me a fraud he called me a fraud and he values mar-a-lago at 18 million 18 million and you can't do that. It's worth probably 50 to 100 times more than that. And our corrupt attorney general, she's totally corrupt. She just wanted the publicity to run for governor. And then she failed running for governor. She had, no, she had practically nothing in terms of vote. But she went after Trump because she was running for governor. That's the only reason. Mr. But she got the judge to value Mar-a-Lago for 18 million dollars. One of the smallest houses 
Palm Beach is probably worth $50 million. And this is the biggest, the best anywhere in the country. There's nothing like it. So they put it down at $18 million, and they said, I, I overvalued it because we had a value that a much lower number than it's worth. And by the way, my financial documents are valued much less than my actual value, which nobody even knows. But the financial documents that I gave to the bank are much less than my actual net worth. So therefore, I gave them to the bank. They can't be abroad because I gave them lower numbers. I'm probably one of the only people ever to seek a loan. I didn't even need the loan because you see the kind of cash I have. I didn't even need loans. Maybe you don't do a deal or two. But I have a lot of cash, a lot of everything. You know, a lot of people are very surprised at how successful this is. You saw it today with the kind of cash I have and the kind of success we've had. But I'm a private company. I was never going to reveal this kind of stuff, but now it comes out. It comes out because the corrupt attorney general sued me for fraud. And then they found out they had no case. And they have no case. And today, if you read the New York Law Journal, they basically say they have no case against Trump. But I'm here, stuck here, and I can't come pay. I'd rather be right now in Iowa. I'd rather be in New Hampshire or South Carolina or Ohio or a lot of other places, but I'm stuck here because I have a corrupt attorney general that communicates with the DOJ in Washington to keep me nice and busy because I'm leading Biden in the polls by a lot. Mr. This is election interference. They made up a fake case. They're fraudulent people. And the judge already knows what he's going to do. He's a Democrat judge. In all fairness to him, he has no choice. He has no choice. He's run by the Democrats. I know this city better than anybody knows this city. There's nobody knows it like I do. He's a Democrat judge out of the clubhouses. He's controlled, and it's a shame. What's going on here is a shame. Our whole system is corrupt. This is corrupt, Atlanta is corrupt, and what's coming out of D.C. is corrupt. But this is a good one, because this one is interesting. This one is very interesting. Why attend? Because I want to point it out to the press how corrupt it is, because nobody else seems to be able to do it. Mr. President, New York Law Journal today did a very good job, and others have done a good job. They say there's no case here. But we have a corrupt attorney general that's trying to make a case. Thank you very much. Mr. President, do you believe in karma? Mr. President, Mr. President, do you believe in karma? Wow. <laughs> that's the same guy. That's the same guy screaming about Melania a minute ago. Wow. Wow, guys. And and uh Terminator just said, you know, this is um a civil case this is not criminal guys i mean so uh th that's good to point out as well the no the terminator the trumpinator oh, Trump i thought you were saying the trumpinator wanted to talk <laughs> <laughs> yeah terminator uh, does not believe in karma either uh we believe in the truth and donald trump is telling the truth and they don't have anything they're just it's like you know the round peg goes in the Round hole. Yeah. Square. Yeah. Square. square. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what they're doing, Shady. <clears throat> There's a lot of the 
a lot of that is being done. And uh, this is all throwing sand in the eyes of Donald Trump. That That's what they're doing right now. And, and effectively, that's interesting because, I mean, the way that he's coming out there day after day and bashing them right from the uh, right from the courthouse is actually really good. I think that, that the optic of that is really great for people that don't like Donald Trump. I think they're seeing something there that makes them not quite so sure why they don't like him so much. Like, you, at some point, the human psyche realizes that someone is being unjustly treated no matter what you think about them. And what really has weaponized the left is hatred. Uh, they've, they've effectively generated hatred within the hearts and the minds of the Democrats towards Donald Trump. And I think that a lot of the people that follow the words of Jesus understand what that really means whenever you're doing that to somebody. When you're hating someone, you are doing something very detrimental to your own self. Yeah. Absolutely, and this is. I this think is, that goes in. This is this is the Democrats the and the press. Let's do it. Let's do it. I was hoping you bring it. It goes in the square hole. Yes. Okay. And how about the <laughs> that one? Also, the square goes in there too. Yeah. Up next, Russia, Russia, Russia. We've got this thin rectangle. The thin rectangle. You guess where that goes? The thin rectangle. That's right. It goes in the square oh. hole. And up next, Trump for speaker. A cylinder. I think that goes in the circle, the square hole. <laughs> now we've also got the semicircle right here. Fiza. Do you see a there slot that would fit the, the semicircle? Semicircle. The, sem the semicircle. That's right. It's the square hole. Okay. Trump simple case. The triangle. <laughs> you know what hole that goes the into, triangle. right? Triangle. That's right. The square hole. And up up next. We have Georgia election the arch. case. The arch. The arch. You guessed it. The arch. It goes in the square oh, hole. <laughs> that has got to be one of the greatest videos ever made <laughs> to make a point, man. That is so dramatically freaking I amazing. It. I love that. I mean, you know, I could play that over and over and over, but her face is right. I mean, Mike has is like her face because she's like, oh, you know. Um, breaking news, uh, 45 has left the courthouse. There's the picture there. And let's see if we get them. There they are. That's the, that's, yeah, that's, it's the caravan the, there. The motorcade, yeah. Okay, yep. So Trump has left the courthouse, guys. All right. What a day, guys. What a day. So have we had any updates on the Sam Bankman-Fried trial, Shady Groove? Uh, well, I'm not really sure. Do you have, any, have you heard anything? I mean, I, I didn't really catch up on the stuff that was going on with him yesterday. I did see that Hunter Biden shaved his head. Uh, Sam Bankman-Fried uh, argued with his mom about cargo shorts before arrest, Shady Groove. That's breaking oh. news. Okay. That, that that's good mm -hmm. to know I'm, I'm sure that she dresses him every day mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, my god uh and yet here's your uh bankman fried debated paying trump five billion not to run for president shady group that was two days ago mm -hmm. yeah that wow. was what they were running with on 60 minutes they were trying to generate this big story that donald trump would would uh would would agree to not run for president if uh if they if they paid him five billion dollars and that they were in negotiation before that he was uh upended by the DOJ, which in all reality wasn't really upended because they left him in the Bahamas and then they acted like they can't charge him and then there's all this 
really funny business going on with the DOJ and this case whenever you start to dig into what in the world it is they're doing. They're trying everything in the world to Hunter Biden, Sam Bankman freed. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it, it was funny. Gutfeld said maybe the drug test is why he got his hair cut so short, Shady Grove. <laughs> I, I actually thought the same exact thing because they can mm-hmm. they can do hair analysis to uh, tell what you're uh, not only like if you're currently using, but they can use a hair analysis to tell how long it's been since you've been using. Yep. Pretty interesting. Uh, and then meanwhile, it looks like we got Feinstein, Shady Grove, laying in... Uh, Lies in state, Shady Grove. Is it, are you going to show me the picture of the alien with Feinstein's face on it? <laughs> There's Nancy Pelosi who must vacate her office. Walking up to Feinstein, apparently. She seems nervous. You'd be nervous, too, if you have to vacate your office. Uh, if I had to get next to Feinstein in a casket, I'd be nervous. Ooh. Is her Chinese, uh, you know, is the Chinese limo driver there? I don't see him. Let me see. I'm trying to look. <laughs> we got to get, we got to get our facial recognition software in place first, bro. That looks like boot edge edge. I can't tell. Boot edge edge. Boot edge edge. But I can't tell. I mean, it's so dark in there. I mean, you know. Well, it's, you it's know, it's be dark kind in of there. Shady Grove. That's their motif, Jeff. <laughs> they like darkness. There you go, Shady Grove. Wrinkled flag. Wrinkled flag. Not only wrinkled, but mucked up on the ends, too. And the stars are upside down, so you can view them nicely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Perfectly well-placed for the evil ones. <laughs> Took a long time to get her in that coffin. Wait. <laughs> I'd like to thank you, Diane Feinstein. <laughs> oh, my God. That was Now scary. you've got Where's a right-hand lady, Satan. <laughs> oh, God. So there it is. There's Feinstein. Uh, these are ghouls, guys. I mean, it's kind of crazy, Shady. And then uh, we got uh, CNN running victory laps. Murky. Uh, here's what we know so far. The House is expected to stay out of session for the rest of the week. Then Republicans are expected to hold a speaker candidate forum in a week. McCarthy told CNN's Manu Raju that he might endorse a successor. All right, let's continue this conversation. Joining me right now is Congressman Gregory Meeks, a New York Democrat. Congressman, uh, great to see you. Okay, so a whole lot going on still. And uh, particularly today now, we are learning that the uh, former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's office, she is being evicted from her office on Capitol Hill. And now Congressman Steny Hoyer. All right, I can't bear to watch it. But, you know, uh, I'm sure Congressman (laughs) Meeks would vote for Trump for Speaker, wouldn't he? (laughs) I I was getting ready to start banging my head against the wall. Thank you for uh, saving me. I can't put you guys through too much hell. You know, I mean, we just suffer for crying out loud. I know, I know. And and that was a lot. So we have to to take it. We have to measure measure our uh, approach here. Yeah, I mean, Feinstein did post a Twitter. It's hot down here. And McCain said, it's a dry heat. Applied to her (laughs) on X. Uh, Biden's handing out another. Saying that he was right. Biden is handing out another hundred million dollars to the EV industry and uh, in disadvantaged oh, communities. Yeah. yeah, China. 
That's always, that's always great news. Uh, we saw uh, Donald J. Trump uh, go off a little bit. Um, this, this uh, you know, oh, it looks like Biden is, what's going on with Biden? He's weird. He's got bruises all over his face. Um, oh, no. Hakeem, okay, so Hakeem Jeffries uh, did clean out Pelosi's office and hauled away her belongings in bags as the room was rekeyed. <laughs> Ah, there they are, like wheeling out her little TV. Wow, guys! Isn't it funny that the uh, potential speaker for the House for the left is the one that's in there cleaning out Nancy Pelosi's office? I mean, is that at all like uh, symbolic or anything? That's normal. Okay, you would think oh, that she would have like a, a staff member do that. Oh, that's a, that's an, okay. I, I was looking at the wrong thing. So, uh, we are on X shady grove. Welcome everybody on X. We Please are. read X. We post this true, tr uh, this, this show. If you can guys, thank you. Um, <laughs> let's listen to Biden when he's questioned about his advice for the next speaker. That's about my favorite. Thank you, sir. What was that? Whoa. It's Obama. Okay. So remember when we had Donald J. Trump, when he was, you know, with Obama, saying that North Korea and General Flynn are the biggest things that you have to worry about. Okay? Mm -hmm. Now we had Biden say, yeah, I made a deal with McCarthy when he was almost dying, Shady Groove. He was like, I made a deal. So they, they implanted that narrative. And now we got mm -hmm. this, guys. I mean, I think something nefarious is going on, folks. And and we're sitting here hooting and hollering. I'm still going to reserve my judgment. I don't know. I, I agree with a lot of the things that Matt Gates says. I mean, this is where where I'm at, guys. But I'm I'm a little nervous as to what goes well, happens going. Shady. Well, that's interesting that you brought that up because that did precede this. the 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 news that was out there about um, that uh, McCarthy had cut a backroom deal. With Joe Biden, Joe Biden had come out and made the statement that he had made a deal with McCarthy, but then the White House admitted, uh, uh, Corrine Jean-Pierre came out and said that that was not the case, that there was no such deal had been cut. And also Kevin McCarthy had said that. So at this point, there has not been provable evidence put forward that there was a backroom deal cut with McCarthy and Biden. That was a news story that preempted this whole thing that just happened with Matt Gates. So I, unfortunately I do think we're being played a little here, guys. I'm sorry. That's just my opinion. Yeah. And we shall see guys, we're going to report it as it comes in. Uh, and it's okay. I mean, I, I love the, the listeners here. Uh, you know, you're like family. We can talk to you guys how we feel. And I think that's a good thing. I think uh, healthy conversation is good. Um, especially when it comes to something like this, right? Yeah, well, that like I said in the first hour, the robust debate is kind of what we would like. I mean, you know, the the two of us go back and forth in our conversations whenever we're not on the show, and we and we're able to hold a position that we don't necessarily agree with to argue it. That is what we're supposed to be able to do. You're supposed to be able to hold the position on both sides of any argument, and be able to argue 
in favor of both positions. To That's the only real way that you understand the proper perspective of an argument. And that's the only, that is literally the only way that you ever get to any type of a, uh, of, of a concession or an agreement or a compromise between people and ideas. And the Congress of the United States of America is the greatest body of compromise ever created in human history. And that's one of the reasons that I'm in this chair is because I'm not really necessarily fighting for my own interest. I'm fighting for the interest of what I believe in. And I believe in the American system that was developed by the founding fathers and the deliberative nature of that body, the freedom of speech, the idea that you can't just go and arrest your political opponents is supposed to give you the freedom to be able to express yourself without any, without feeling like that you are tied to a position automatically. And now we all yeah. find ourselves arguing only one side of everything instead of letting go, flipping to the other side and look at it from their perspective so that you can understand what it is that you're not understanding about what their perspective is. If we were to do that in our political arena and get the media out of the conversation, we would we could we could move mountains in minutes, but they they that's the reason the impediments are there. The red tape is there. You know, and we just 28 minutes ago, uh, Stephen Scalise, breaking news, Shady Grove, has put his hat in. Dear colleague, we all came here to save this country from being taken down a dangerous path of destruction. We don't sacrifice time with our families to come to Washington to fight over the small things. We are here because we care about our children's futures and the kind of country they will grow up in. Under the failed leadership of President Biden, our country is being pushed to the brink. Americans cannot afford life's daily expenses and for the Many, uh, the American dream is getting further out of reach. Our debt will cripple our grandchildren. Our border is wide open and must be secured. Our energy supply is being willingly depleted. Crime is surging. Our critics are being destroyed. And drugs are flowing into our communities from Biden's open border. Every state is now a border state with millions of unvetted illegal immigrants being shipped across the country, robbing social services meant for hardworking citizens. The rule of law is in doubt. The Justice Department is weaponizing to target political enemies and shield allies are standing around. The world is in question and there is no accountability for the decisions that allowed 13 of our soldiers to be killed in the failed surrender of Afghanistan. I firmly believe this conference is a family. When I was shot in 2017, it was the members of this conference who saved my life on that field. When I make it to the hospital, made it to the hospital, my family was told my chances of surviving were low. It was the prayers from all of you that carried us through. When I was in the hospital for nearly 15 weeks, it was the possibility of getting back to work with all of you that kept me motivated to get better. During that time, I often asked why, after nearly losing my life because I got this job, I would want to go back. But it was never a question for me. I love this country and believe I and believe and I believe we were sent here to come together to solve immense challenges we face. As I face new challenges, I feel even more strongly about today. I know coming. In the coming weeks ahead will be some of the most arduous times that we'll face together. But this conference is worth fighting for. We cannot lose sight of our shared mission. Now, more than ever, we must mend the deep wounds that exist within conference and focus our objectives so we can be get back to work for the millions of people who are counting on us.
It is with that sense of responsibility and purpose that I'm seeking the conference's nomination for the Speaker of the House. You know my leadership style. I've displayed as your majority leader and whip. I have proven a proven track record of bringing together diverse array of viewpoints within our conference to build consensus where others thought it was impossible. When I ran to be your majority leader, I made a commitment to turn our conservative agenda into legislative action, facilitate legislative processes uh, built on regular order and member input so all members and their constituents have a voice of, in the House of Representatives and to hold the Biden administration accountable. We moved our top agenda items uh, through the House based on those commitments. We ran an efficient, collaborative, and successful process involving multiple committees of jurisdiction to pass H.R. 1, the Lower Energy Cost Act, which would lower costs, lower inflation, and make energy independent once again. When we ran into challenges at our border package, we pressed pause on that committee process to bring dozens of members both on and off committee to iron out the differences on our border and immigration policy. The result of that work was H.R. 2, the Secure Border Act, the most conservative border bill the House has ever passed, and we delivered on our commitment to ensure that the bill, uh, to ensure that parents have a say in their children's education through the patch, passage of H.R. 5, the Parent Bill of Rights. We, like we need. <clears throat> While we have made tremendous progress in this so far in this Congress, we have de demonstrated that we can unite against failing liberal policies, and more work needs to be done. We have an extremely talented conference and we all need to come together and pull in the same direction to get the country back on the right track. Now is the time to slow down. We are conducting critical oversight of a corrupt administration. We are in the midst of considering individual appropriations bills in an open and transparent process with, uh, from across the conference according uh, offering amendments to ensure their constituents and districts are represented we laid out an aggressive schedule to complete floor consideration of all 12 appropriation bills uh, to go into the senate negotiations with the strongest hand possible and we cannot afford to lose any more time is any more time achieving that goal our strength as a conference comes from unity and we have seen when we unite as a conference we can deliver wins for the american people now we need to take those unified positions and work to extract conservative wins from the democrat senate and white house by leveraging upcoming deadlines while we need to be realistic about what can be achieved we if we stay united we can pers uh, preserve leverage for the house to ensure tangible wins in our impending policy fights the task before us is not without challenges, but I believe in this conference and our ability to come together and achieve great things. God already gave me another chance at life. I believe we were all put here for a purpose. This next chapter won't be easy, but I know what it takes to fight, and I am prepared for the bat battles that lie ahead. I humbly ask for your support on this mission to be your Speaker of the House. God bless Steve Scalise. So breaking news, Shady Groove, Steve Scalise has put his hat in the ring. So Jim Jordan and Steve Scalise during this show, Shady Groove. Yep. Now we have two to choose from, and uh, all we got to do is figure out which one it's going to be and get 218 votes in order all together at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's uh, that's going to be a tough one, but we, uh, we've seen it happen before. We'll see what happens. So we've got a lot of Speaker of the House. Uh, we've got no Speaker of the House. The chair has been vacated. We're asking questions. We're trying to see what's going to happen, and we will report as it sees fit, Shady Groove. 
Absolutely. And a quick reminder, Jeff, I wanted to let everybody know that Gemcoms was going to be back on here tonight at 7 p.m. as we're getting ready to roll out of the MG show. You guys come back around for queued up in Gemcoms. He's been out for a minute, and I think he's got some uh, extra special stuff for you tonight. You guys out there that like to decode the numbers, I know that you love him, and so uh, he'll be back around this afternoon or tonight. Queued up tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on this Bat Channel. Shady Groove, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. God bless you all. All right. Love y'all. We have been taught lies. Reality is not at all what we perceive it to be. We cannot survive any longer by hanging on to the falsehoods of the past. Reality must be discerned at all costs if we are to be a part of the future. Truth must prevail in all instances, no matter who it hurts or helps, if we are to continue to live upon this earth. At this point, what we want may no longer matter. It is what we must do to ensure our survival that counts. The old way is in the certain process of destruction, and a new world order is beating down the door. If we do not act in concert with each other and ensure that the future becomes what we need it to be, then we will surely deserve whatever fate awaits us. Human beings are machines, levers which may be grasped and turned, and there is little real difference between automating a society and automating a shoe factory. Those who will not use their brains are no better off than those who have no brains. You can no longer begin innocence. Your denial of the conspiracy will fall on deaf ears. You must accept that you have been cattle, and the ultimate consequence of being cattle, which is slavery. History is replete with whispers of secret societies. Accounts of elders or priests who guarded the forbidden knowledge of ancient people. Prominent men, meeting in secret, who directed the course of civilization, are recorded in the writings of all people. The situation in which we find ourselves is due to our own actions or inactions over the last 44 years. Because it is our own fault, we are the only ones who can change future events. Education seems to me to be a major part of the solution. The remaining part is the abolition of secrecy. Through ignorance or misplaced trust, we as a people have abdicated our role as the watchdog of our government. If we had done our jobs as citizens, we would never have reached this point. Most of us are completely ignorant as to even the most basic functions of our government. We have truly become a nation of sheep. And sheep are always eventually led to slaughter. The New World Order will be a totalitarian socialist system. We will be slaves shackled to a cashless system of economic control. Hey, Mr. Cooper, are there larger numbers of people all the time who are receptive to your message and who are thinking a little bit more 
deeply and critically about these fundamental issues of government and politics that perhaps they did not give as much thought to in the past. Oh yes. Uh, in fact, I never dreamed that that I would make such uh, an impact. Um, when I first began what I'm doing now, which was many years ago, uh, I was lucky if I could travel a thousand miles and collect three people in somebody's living room. All right, guys. Not I'm not worried about the EBS. <laughs> if it's uh, if nothing happens, let me know. Where we go, one we go all. www.mg.show. Boom.